0: Welcome to another episode of Authentic Entrepreneur. I am your host, Chad Wagner. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, Authentic Entrepreneur is about real people living their truth through entrepreneurship. And I'm very excited for our guest today. Her name is Allison Atkinson. And the best way I can describe her, she's an athlete, a personal brand, and an influencer. And so, I'm excited to welcome Ashley Atkinson to the show. Are you there, Ashley?
1: Oh, it's oh. Allison. Sorry. <laughs> you got my name right the first I'm time. I'm
0: looking at all these A's. <laughs> <That's> Allison, <okay. laughs> what's going on today?
1: Uh, not much. Just um, I wrapped up my workout and was doing work all morning. And I haven't really left the house at all today, but... Yeah, that's about it.
0: (laughs) Well, it's a beautiful day here in Austin, that's for sure.
1: Yes, the sun is finally out again.
0: We've been waiting for some time.
1: Yeah, for sure. I haven't, I really wanted to get outside to do my workout, but I did not have the time. But I'm hopefully like Friday, make it outside. I haven't like been out in the sun in like three weeks.
0: So, (laughs) Are you from Austin or where are you from?
1: I am from Austin. I've lived here since I was four years old. So I've kind of like seen the city grow and change a whole lot. It used to be kind of like a small town. And now, I mean, I lived out in like the country, which now is like basically central, north central Austin now. So
0: yeah, so I recently moved here about a year ago um, by way of Seattle and I'm from Salt Lake City. But I'm loving it here. Um, a lot of uh, athletic people that I've noticed, a lot of uh, outdoor activities. Um, myself, I'm a skateboarder, and so I'm loving the, the dry weather.
1: Yeah, my little brother is kind of, He's a skateboarder. Uh, he is one of the managers at No Comply, or he's been with No Comply for like over 10 years, skateboard shop.
0: Yep, I've seen um, that. I've been in there, it's super cool
1: yeah he like skateboard he was a skateboarder like since you know like elementary school all the way now he's like 30 or i don't know how old he is now <laughs> <laughs> i think he's 30 I, I don't know but um yeah yeah that was like a huge influence in my life is kind of like watching him do his thing and the style that they have and everything so
0: yeah definitely so I'd like to tell my listeners how I found you. Um, so when I moved to Austin, um, I'm looking through Instagram and I like to go to the the settings where you can search by location. And mm-hmm. so one of the first people that pops up, I mean, one of the first people I noticed was you and probably for several reasons, I see a pretty athletic girl with covered with tattoos, you know, and she's wearing these bright pink socks and I uh-huh. thought, well, that's <laughs> that's kind of interesting so kind of uh doing a little bit of digging i'm like oh so she's she's got her own brand and this brand is called wattage cottage which explains these kind of lightning bolts on the socks um i thought this is pretty cool so you know i i invited you to be on the show and i am very blessed to have you here today thanks for taking the time out i know you're busy and i appreciate your time and speaking with us today
1: of course. Yeah. There's always time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's never enough time, but yeah. Well, tell me something. Uh, kind of explain in your words um, what you do and kind of the entrepreneurship side.
1: So I guess I, p- whenever like people ask me what I do, it's always kind of an awkward answer for me. And for a while, I would always just kind of shy away from telling people what I did because it didn't seem like a real job, I guess, um, as like an influencer, social media influencer. Um, So that's sort of what I got started doing maybe a year ago as my main occupation. Um, And from there, I've kind of built my own brand and am now selling socks, selling, you know, shirts and hats and apparel and stuff. But really, What I'm trying to do and what I've been, what I've really been dreaming about for years and years has been to start like a worldwide cycling club or sports club um, that is really open to anybody.
0: Gotcha. Explain that a little bit further for me.
1: So um, I mean, for cycling, there's usually, like, there. there's always going to be local bike racing teams that you can join um, or you can get sponsored to race, whether you're professional or amateur, you can get sponsorships. Um, and I don't know, since I started cycling and racing, I've always joined local clubs, but um, the issue that I sort of faced was that the clubs would be pretty serious about racing and I kind of wanted to race when I wanted to or just ride for fun, but be part of like a community still. Um, so that's sort of what I'm creating now, kind of a way to make cycling a little more inclusive and um, just encourage people to ride their bike or race their bike or just do whatever it is they want to do.
0: Yeah, definitely promoting the healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Well, people do want to be a part of something and I feel like this technology we have in our hands right now is really allowing us to find those smaller communities um, that we're looking for rather than being pushed into something that we kind of fit into. We can really like dive into like exactly what we're into.
1: Exactly. We're not limited by like our cities, you know, we can just connect with people in such a big, positive way it's pretty amazing
0: (laughs) yes definitely so your passion how much of your passion lies in the riding of the bike
1: oh I'd say a hundred percent of it um I'm really passionate about riding bikes I love racing my bike too but really I just love the act of training and going out on a ride um it's really changed my life when I started riding bikes.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I've got a, a 10 speed that, you know, I like to take out and just ride around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, um, I don't know, it's kind of become a thing, at least with road cycling, at least this type of cycling that I started out doing is kind of people take themselves pretty seriously, I guess. And, I kind of want to break down some barriers and, and be like, Hey, you can be, you can ride any kind of bike you want and be part of a community. Like just whatever, you know, it, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be riding a $10,000 bike to be, you know, passionate about cycling. It It comes in all, all price ranges and shapes and forms.
0: Yeah, definitely. So. Were you always on a bike since you were a kid, or was there a certain point that you really kind of like picked up the bike and and became one with it?
1: So I started riding bikes pretty late in life uh, compared to a lot of people. I was always an athlete. I grew up playing soccer mostly uh, and running, but um, it wasn't until I got injured from playing soccer that I started getting into spin classes so I became like a spin instructor and I did that for years and I loved it from there is when I decided to get a road bike and do some like charity rides and stuff that's when I realized I just that was like my that's what I'm meant to do you know maybe not be the world's best racer not like race professionally but in some capacity like spread that love of cycling around the world
0: yeah yeah totally it's creating awareness um that's awesome so then at what point did you start to realize hey i might be able to make a living doing what i love
1: you know <laughs> i still don't even believe that i i'm <laughs> even doing this um you know i i don't even i guess i never really thought about I needed to make a living doing this. I just thought about making decisions that made, that went in line with kind of what my dreams are, you know, like regardless of what would happen, just having faith that like, as long as I just keep working hard, that things are just going to happen. If I make a living doing it, that's cool. If I'm like homeless, I don't know, you will figure it out. But um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's kind
0: of weird. No, it, it's, it's something that, uh, you know, most people, entrepreneurs, they've usually got a job at first and they've got kind of a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And if they're smart, you know, they'll work at a job they love too, even though it may not pay very much. Like you might work at a bike shop or a skate shop or myself, I'm a barista during the day.
1: Yeah. I, I did that for a while. Uh, not barista. I worked at uh, bike shops for uh, maybe like seven years altogether. Yeah. Um, doing that, it taught me a lot. Um, it, it kind of it helped me a lot. I also worked in an office. I worked at a real estate office as like a uh, receptionist, um, and had to like dress up to go to work every day, and um, <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. It was cool, uh, but yeah, that was the last job I had before I quit that job to really pursue, um, what I was doing, what I'm doing now.
0: Gotcha. Let me ask you, it's hard to tackle all the aspects of entrepreneurship and, you know, your brand and all that. So do you have somewhat of a team helping you out with photography or branding or your website or the things that you suck at?
1: (laughs) So, uh, For the most, I do a lot of stuff myself. People ask, like, who's taking my photos? A lot of them are selfies. A lot of the work that has gone into this has just been me figuring this, all of this weird stuff out. I have no idea what I'm doing, honestly. Um, So my boyfriend now really helps me out with the website end of things because I have no idea how to do websites. Um, But everything else is pretty much just me like figuring out, just kind of shooting, not shooting from the hip, but just, you know, trying to to make things work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, well, what I've realized is as an entrepreneur, you're constantly solving problems.
1: Yeah.
0: One at a time and and till the day you die, literally, there's always going to be, you know, what's that next problem I have to, to get through? Um, and that's what I enjoy about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think that you, you have to have a willingness to not be perfect at everything and just try. Um, yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Tell me. All right. I know the story about your your brand name because I was able to, to get that from you on one of your Instagram live videos but tell the audience what is wattage cottage or kind of explain the theory behind that
1: so sorry i had a call come in while you asked that question i think you said you asked what's the meaning behind my name wattage cottage
0: yeah definitely
1: um so that name it kind of goes back to a coach that i had when i first started bike racing uh and i was taking it really seriously uh my coach said, called me wattage cottage. And I was like, what is that? He's like, you're a wattage cottage. And I guess it's, it's a pretty common term in cycling. It just means powerhouse, somebody that rides with a lot of power. And um, I remember that kind of stuck in my head when I was competing and I ended up like doing pretty well, you know, and it really spoke about spoke to like how important that positive thinking is and when somebody believes in you and says hey you're a wattage cottage, like oh I am so whatever you think you are is what what you become and that's your reality so that stuck with me um and I never really was on Instagram my friend Ash who was my teammate at the time was like hey you need an, you need to get on Instagram like everybody on our team is on Instagram like We were trying to think of a name and she was like, why don't you just call yourself Wattage Cottage? (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then somebody had the name already, like Wattage Cottage, like a coaching company has it. So we did Wattage underscore cottage and then that was good. But I actually have Wattage Cottage trademarked now. So like I I can say that I own the name now.
0: (laughs) Perfect.
1: Not to say that I'm the most powerful like cyclist out there like that's not at all what some people are like that's pretty arrogant but I'm all it is is I think about like my coach telling me that and then that sticking with me and how well I did from that like positive thinking and hard work
0: yeah that's your mantra so it's it's easy to remember Um, think that every day and you become that that's super cool yeah what gave you the idea to produce like For example, the socks, was that your first product you did was the socks?
1: Yeah. Um, so the socks kind of go back to, um, back when I was racing a lot or when I was really riding a lot, um, I would just show up to rides and races in whatever like cool socks I could find. Cause back in the day, there weren't a lot of like colorful socks out there. And a lot of women that I rode with were wearing these like lower cut socks, kind of, that was the style for women and i was like all the dudes are wearing these high socks like and then my brother from skateboarding like i always saw him wearing these high socks so i was like i'm just their socks and wear them and uh, i'd show up to bike races wearing these socks and people would be like those are rad where did you get those and i'm like i you know i don't know like <laughs> i didn't want to tell them they're my brother's old socks but um, then like the the high sock thing kind of started catching on and uh, i really was I always tried to show up wearing like having my sock game on point and everything. So it was always a big part of like the cycling culture. And uh, that's when I was like, if I was going to sell anything or make anything, it would be socks because it's simple. Like it's something that people can afford across the board. And it really gives you so much like confidence, attitude, you know, no matter what you're doing.
0: Love it. Yeah. I'm all about kind of the, the flare. I usually have some type of a piece, you know, bright shoe or sunglasses. It just makes you feel good.
1: Yeah, you got to you got to have those extra positive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> it helps.
0: It was awesome. So, kind of going into uh, becoming an influencer, and I think that you know it's becoming more and more common. But I think the older generation they don't even know what that is yet. Um, and the younger kids, you know, they may, they may doubt that it's possible because they're looking at all these, you know, great people with hundreds of thousands of followers. You know, what can someone do to kind of say, Hey, maybe I do have a shot at, you know, being myself. Um, do you have any pointers for someone that wanted to be an influencer?
1: Um, so I'd say that you have got to, change your perception, I guess, of Instagram, of social media, and and first look, of, look at it as your job. Like, it has to become your job, even if it isn't your job yet. You have to be in that mindset every day. Um, and post every day. Be consistent with your posts, too. Like, just make sure that everything has a very similar look to it. Um, just, and also make sure that you choose, like, this your subject like your the direction of your feed and make sure you stick to that I know there's a lot of people that want to post like a lot of their personal stuff on their on their pages you know like their family or their dog and I'm like you know um does that have anything to do with with you as an influencer or what you what category you're working in you know so yeah just focus and um just stay consistent not that I'm like I'm not one of those people with like 200,000 followers or anything. I'd love to be there one day. Um, I was, I was like completely shocked when I got to like 10,000 followers. I was like, I I didn't think that this was even possible. Mm -hmm. Like I, I don't, why does anyone care about what I'm doing? It was really weird. Yeah.
0: I think, you know, what it comes down to is creating value also. And, you know, uh, what you're doing out there is, is you are creating value because you're building that community, you know, and, and you are inspiring people and motivating them. And you're also, you're also really giving a lot of access to people uh, with your Instagram live, you're letting them kind of reach out and talk to you. That's super cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't really, you know, I don't, I don't have anything to really hide. Um, I think that, really ultimately my goal, what I love to do in life is help people. Some people become uh, a nurse or a, uh, a pastor, or, you know, I don't know. This is just my way of helping people really.
0: Yep. Love it. Well, tell me um, a couple of people that you are working with. I've noticed uh, cryo fit and that that's super interesting to me. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so I mean I I've developed some relationships with some local companies um which has been pretty cool CryoFit being the main one um and and these relationships kind of build over time it's not like I just walked into their office and was like hey I you know I want to be a, a, an influencer for you you know that cuz that's kind of weird um it just kind of happened organically. It's a service that I believe in and that I use and that I have used to, for years. I've been going to get cryotherapy, so I'm already a believer in it, um, but I've been to a few places in Austin, and then CryoFit, the owner there, Brian, is, like, so nice. All the people that work there, we just kind of clicked, and it's been a great um relationship because I've actually kind of helped them step outside of the box on their social media stuff where I, you know, I, I taught them about the live feed. I did my first live feed with them. And, um, now they're always going live every time I see them. Um, so it's, it's about kind of building your little community and, and helping each other out any way you can. So it's, it's really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love how we're able to to help each other out in that way. Um, well, let's, uh, I don't want to take up much more of your time. I'm super excited about this. Is there anything that you could say about your experience as an entrepreneur, just, uh, kind of in general, some, some ups, some downs, uh, some advice for the beginners?
1: Uh, You know, I am a beginner too. And I think that's a huge thing is of yourself as a beginner, because once you think you have it figured out, something else is gonna be thrown your way and you can't be really caught off guard by that. Um, I think the best advice I can give is advice that other people that have made it have given to me. And that is that you don't get a day off ever. You you don't get a day off. You don't get to rest. You don't get to go on vacation. And you have to know that all the work that you put in um, may not pay off for years. You know, you may not see any return on your investment for a while, but um, it's, it's going to be worth it. You have to think of the long-term plans and and focus on that and just have laser focus. If there's things in your life that don't fit into your plan on what you're going to do, then you have to cut them out. And it, it, it can be painful. It can suck. But I mean, if you really, really believe in what you're doing, then it's totally worth it.
0: Love that. That's great advice. And it sounds like you've had a really clear vision from the get go where even myself as an entrepreneur, I've, I've tried so many things and it's really been hard to be clear on one thing. Um, but you seem to have, have it dialed in, you know what you want. You just going, ho. Oh, that's super cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel lucky in that way.
0: <laughs> well, I hope to run into you sometime soon here in Austin. Maybe I'll I'll get a tip on where you're going to be and I'll come out to one of your events
1: for sure. Yeah. We, I've, I've some stuff planned, so I'll keep Would you like to link. share any
0: of that or should I just send these guys to your, uh, to your site?
1: Well, I don't have anything posted yet about this. And actually the thing that I'm working on now is with my trainer Jonas and we are, it's actually for women, but we're working on a, a, pa- a powerful woman clinic. Uh, and it's a little different. We're doing things a little differently. It's not just like a, a workout strength training clinic. We're going to kind of just talk about motivation and really inspire women to get out there and become as powerful as they can physically. Cause that always goes into like all areas of your life. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Allison, I sure appreciate you. I'm going to to send our listeners to at wattage underscore cottage on Instagram and also send them over to your website. Thanks for uh, your time today, Allison.
1: Thanks for having me and thanks for letting me uh, go live with this interview.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll talk soon.
1: Okay. Thanks.
0: Podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in today. I want you guys to go check out what Allison is creating and her Wattage Cottage brand. It's super cool. Um, Go to at Wattage underscore cottage on Instagram. There's also a link to her website there, and you can learn all about Allison. Thanks for tuning in.